The current spoiler warning level is, no. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of no. Because this is real life. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. UC Engage currently does not have its reason to exist. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Dylan. Yeah, it doesn't have the original story stuff yet for some reason. I wonder Just like why. what they promoted it around. They're like, here's our new protagonist, here's our original Gundam, and the story around it. You should really sh- show up for all our new animations. You won't let me! Well, not only that, but then, like... From what people were saying in the Discord, uh, in the Abnormal Mapping Discord, um, they also don't even have it, like, starting with the same stuff that, uh, Japan's really started with, because there was more moon stuff going on, apparently. Though, I don't- I can't confirm that for sure, because obviously I didn't play the Japanese release, but, um, I do remember that when the game came out, there was a lot of moon promotion in it, so, curious about Mm -hmm. that. Ah! Uh, that's my Mechanista- Whoops, oh, I, I hit snooze earlier for my alarm. Whoops, anyway, sorry. Yeah, I want to do Mechanista. Well, no, no, I, I woke up, it's just... The problem is on my phone, uh, it is fidgety if I don't hit the exact place where the stop button is, which is good, but, you know. Sometimes I'll get up sure. and then it turns out I just snoozed the alarm rather than turning it off after I got up. Understandable. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's strange. Uh... We're both, I think we're both of a similar mind of, I don't think this game is very good. Um, the part where we diverge is you going, so I, so I won't play it. And the part where I'm like, well, but I want to see the, the story of Peche Montauk. I'll, I'll try it for like, Montaigne, I, I, I've been trying me. it for, you know, what is it, three days, or two days now. It's not even, we're not even our third login yet in game. It's just got the auto-battler problem. I'm just not into that kind of gacha game. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I already obviously have issues with gacha games and then you know i i just i wish i had gameplay i guess even even if i know it's still ultimately a gambling simulator i do wish i had gameplay <laughs> um but uh and i can't even get a joy out of seeing the 3d models because uh i have sources where i already have all the 3d models ripped from the game so <laughs> that i can look at in blender if i want I mean, obviously, they won't have the animations attached, but hey. Anyway. But who does, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that meant. I don't, I don't <laughs> Me know either. I, I, was just, I was trying to work with you. I'm sorry. It's fine. I was trying to work off you, so you know. Anyway. All right. Well, it's that time again. It is. It's time to roll on our big list. We're doing a uh, listener request, and it is going to be the second half. And that's not how numbers work, six. Okay, that clearly didn't fix something. Let me just real quick. Wait, what? <laughs> what happened? Uh, uh, it, uh, I was looking at the numbering for the rolls, and it's one, two, three, five, six. I'm like, okay. <laughs> clearly, we rolled four at some point, and I didn't fix it after deleting it. Uh, or not deleting it, moving it down to the covered section. But Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. 
Um, let's see if we can get a model number for you. Oh, oh, because it's a listener. Okay, yeah, let's see. No, I don't think there's any way I can stretch this to be a model number. Okay, what is it? It's the Pontiac Firebird. <laughs> How many more fucking cars do we have on this? Um, besides the Pontiac Firebird? Yes. Depending on how you define it, two or I already, three. I already hate this fucking answer. Alright. Alright, Pontiac Firebird. Let's pull the shit up. Pontiac fucking Firebird! Because there's something that uses, like, a car-style engine, but it's technically not... You know. Pontiac Firebird. Uh-huh. Let's see. An American automobile. How many fucking Firebirds are there? Let's see. Second gen. I'm just going through so I can be prepared no, for how... There aren't going to be as many. Okay, it's not It's not like some of our other cars. Okay. A Pontiac is dead. Oh, is Pontiac dead? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're, you're getting all angry and shouting at the deceased. Well, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, it is. It's true. Anyway. <laughs> Pontiac died in 2010. Mm, all right. Well, the Pontiac Firebird, an American automobile produced from by Pontiac from 1967 to 2002. Uh, the F platform. Wait, hold on. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to guide me through this because uh, that le the first generation leads to like a generalized thing because it has well, like, the, the thing Camaro. is this is this is. Yeah, the thing is, this is a product of uh, Pontiac. It was a subdivision of General Motors, and General Motors uh, had this one like body style that they used a lot, um, which is like that's fun to note. We don't really need to go into all the you know, like it would be like going into a related because it's like oh, and as you see, all of these like machines use like the Zaku style power tubing. And so we need to talk about every machine was, no, we don't. Okay. All right. So, all right. There's only four generations of this. This won't be too bad. Okay. So first generation of Pontiac Firebird, uh, arrives in 1967. It has a quote unquote Coke bottle styling. Uh, that is, I guess that is when an auto body design has a narrow center with flaring fenders. So it's like a Coke bottle. Um, Some people would say something like hourglass, but sure. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not criticizing you. <laughs> I was like, I am just reading what's in front of me. <laughs> Though also maybe, you know, when you're, uh, it is language they actually use as a, like as a company, right? Mm-hmm. And I think as a company, it is probably frowned upon to draw comparisons to the way people sexualize women when describing your car. Sounds like normal for car people, but... Normal for car people, but when you're putting out a press release and you're like, you're like, it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. And do you need to find, uh, for the Firebird, I want to find Firebird first generation, just so I could get a good rear view of this. Oh, a rear view. Sure. Sure. Just because... I have a front view, but not a rear. Well, I'll talk about the front first. Um, so what we have here is a very classic-looking car. Uh, specifically, also, uh, I should note it is there is either a two-door hardtop or a convertible model. Um, uh, and bo both of those were offered through 1969. 
Let's see. No one wants to give us a rear view of this thing. Yeah. Originally, this car was also a quote-unquote consolation prize for Pontiac, which desired to produce a two-seat sports car based on the Banshee concept car. Uh, however, GM feared this would cut into the Chevrolet Corvette sales and gave Pontiac a piece of the pony car market. Uh, oh, with by sharing the F-body with the Chevrolet. Or with Chevrolet. So it was $2,666 or $23,398 in 2022 money. Uh, and the convertible was $2,903, which is $27K in 2022 dollars. Um, all right, so... The design of the original first-gen 1967 Firebird. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's not really a good way of seeing the rear view of it. Whatever. Um, I mean, the best the best option I've got is uh, someone took a glamour shot of their fucking Hot Wheel. Lamau. I mean, it might be a good way of doing it, though. Uh, so, I mean, it's the best we're going to get, so I'll go ahead and I'll share that with you. Yeah. All right. Um... I don't. Th- okay, it's it's not a Hot Wheel. It is a a Johnny Lightning. I apologize. How dare! All right. I. Well, that so helps. All right. Um. So for the front of the car, uh, you have a I would say pretty actually neatly shaped like. Doesn't really have a bumper. Does well. Is that whole metal thing at the front the bumper? Like how would how would I describe that? Like the light housing there. There's no bumper. Yeah. Right? Um, not, not exactly, no. I mean, you know, it's 1967, car standards and, and regulations are a little different. Um, this was what I would refer to as unsafe. Yeah. So you've got, like, uh, for the, where the lights are housed in, you have a big metal, you know, plate that has a divider in the middle, also metal. Um, and it's got I, a set of double headlights on either side, uh, on the outer edge of this oh yeah sorry i'll have to post the ones that you know the any reference images that aren't on the wiki page right but the one on the wiki page of the first gen has the license plate grr but also spells it like gr-rrr exclamation mark which is the most like yeah (sighs) it's like it's like you know 40s comics brained Mm mm-hmm it's a wild thing to do. Anyway, sorry. Please carry on. Um, does have the it does have a single bar also going through the middle of this little well. Um, you can see the little grill piece in the back there. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, it's a little hard to see the details of the grill on the Wikipedia page, but if you're looking at other pictures of it, you can see that there is like a grill design inside of the back there. Also has the uh, you know, na- uh, has Pontiac's uh name written inside of the uh upper right from the front uh little grill area um mm. you have an interesting hood going on so you have a hood that has like a bit of a uh like a the opposite of a bevel in the middle <laughs> like it's it's a little raised in the middle you know uh-huh um the version on wikipedia does have um little intakes however that is that doesn't look to be common looking at other uh, firebirds looks like uh it, it or maybe i should say it looks like it's like a 50 50 sometimes it doesn't have that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um just looking at other firebirds um so however the shape of the hood is always consistent it's just whether or not it has the uh the little intakes at the halfway point um yeah, it is a nicely shaped hood. It goes well with like having the little 
like you know bump in the middle there too of the light well uh having mm-hmm. the bump in the middle of the hood there does give it a very distinct shape uh almost like if you were looking at it from the top like a bird's head maybe i i don't know if that's actually the intent <laughs> But you know, maybe I don't know. I think uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just. Inten- I'm. I'm yeah, I think the intent is they built this for the Camaro, and GM said, "Sure, you can have it too." Yeah. <laughs> um. So some models, uh, or all models seem to have like a little bit of fog light, like two fog lights. I would assume those are beneath the uh, double headlights there. Um. And then yeah, you have like the little place for the license plate. Some models of 1967 look like they have like a little. It's not really. I, I don't think it's a bumper. What would like? Let me show you. Um, what would this little like black plastic bit sticking out of the bottom be? There. I mean, it is a kind of a bumper. I mean, I think it's more like just like undercarriage protection, right? To sort of deflect. Like, what if? Okay, what if you like. If you hit something, right, if there is something low in the road and you drive over it, that would presumably do some protection like it could push it aside or something, right? It's not common on every model. It's just available on some. Uh, I'm assuming that's probably a later edition. Uh, then what I was going to move on to was not really much to say about the sides, I guess. It's it's cars. They're wheel wells, you know? Um they do have a mm-hmm. bit of a, I guess they have a bit of an interesting shape going on, like, they're they're a little angled, like where the wheel connects into, you know? Uh, sure. But, you know, not much to say about it. Uh, sometimes has a, or no, actually always has like a uh, little silver trim around uh, the wheel well and then going to the bottom of the uh, side sides of the car. Um, again, same thing with the doors, nothing too fancy, really. It's a door. Uh, looks like on the convertible models, it looks like, I'm curious how the windows are. I'm assuming they're just, you, you know, you've got a roller for the windows, it, but it looks like a lot of people that have it at the convertible top don't always have side windows. It looks like. Well, the side windows are often down. Oh, they're just rolled down. Even like when they're on display. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, 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 Okay. I just was curious. I, I would think so. I would think so. I just but. was like, huh. Okay. I was like, but maybe I'm wrong. But what if but a bug like, flies in there while you have it on display? I know, I know. I'm being. Look, it's just. Then the bug will fly back out. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, um, yeah. The only other real thing of note is on the rear body, uh, the rear wheel well area. Um, it does have like six little cuts in the uh, side, and this seems consistent across all models. It's got these like little cuts in the um in the body there mm-hmm. just these little vertical dashes three and three uh on top of each other uh looks kind of neat makes it look fancy um and then uh you link to a uh rear shot of the car and you can see the i do actually quite like the um stoplights on this i'm assuming that spoiler is not standard given like i don't really see it on the other ones but uh <laughs> Yeah, uh, the spoiler, actually, this is um, a, sl- a slightly bad example. I mean, it's good to look at the back, because you can see from the, the toy car up above that they l- it looks pretty much the same yeah. as the standard model. But this is actually a variant that we're going to talk about in a minute. Ah, okay. But um, the stoplights are very, like, narrow. It's uh, two uh, two vertical stacked ones on each side, and they are, like, just horizontal lines. Like, they're very thin uh, stoplights. It looks neat, though. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, I actually think it's a very nice looking one. Uh, does have, it looks like it does have a rear bumper standard, uh, like a metal rear bumper going off both, uh, the, uh, the toy you linked and then the, uh, other version you linked there. So, I mean, you know, people crashing into you from behind, sometimes there's not much you can do about that. But if you're driving a Pontiac Firebridge, you're a good driver. You'd never hit anything from the front. Hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, moving on, uh... Combined with that rear photo, though, let's talk about the uh, Pontiac Firebird Ram Air 4. Okay, Ram Air 4. So, sending you a couple of pictures. Yep. Okay, so that's uh, that's a variant of the first generation, I assume, you said? Yes, yes. So, the major difference would be the lights are no longer located inside of, like, a well with the grill. They are now, like, kind of, like, separate. Uh, they're just, you know, on the edges of, like what is just painted like the body and then it just has a central grill and the central grill still has like a metal divider in the middle with the uh, Pontiac logo. And then also on the inside, right, it has the, you know, Pontiac written out. Um, the little, uh, lights below the, uh, headlights instead of being, they, they looked like they were always like white before. Now they are actually yellow. Um, oh, these are probably turn signal lights also, right? Uh, oh yeah. That's probably yeah. what they are. Um, but yeah, uh, another difference is this has a different cut of having a, uh, uh, this has a few different cuts in the, uh, body going on. Like, uh, on the hood, um, it is not as raised in the middle of the hood, and also it now has two really large scoops. Like, they actually, uh... Like, right on the front. Yeah. And they are, like, raised around the scoop rather than just being, like, kind of cut into the, uh, into the hood. Like, they are on the other models. Um, mm -hmm. other things are, you have these, like, uh, behind the front wheel wells, you have these weird, like, double sets of, um, like, scoops as well. Uh, the, the cut is in the back, though, so it's not really an intake, I guess. Um, but yeah. And also, it doesn't have the, uh, cuts in the, uh, rear wheel well, the, uh, six, uh, vertical lines. Mm -hmm. Um, and then obviously I mentioned it has the, uh... It also has a spoiler now. Uh, oh, I should have noticed. So there was, there was also just an original Ram Air. Oh. Um, it was the Ram Air, and then there was the Ram Air 4. So if you look down um, at the end on Wikipedia of that first generation section, the middle car is just a standard uh, Ram Air. Okay. Pretty much just has different intakes on the hood. Yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah, it, it's... Huh, they're just, like, bigger intakes. Including one that looks almost like a like a side-view mirror, but is mounted, like... Yeah, that's a weird very... one, that it just has yeah, this, like, bump a... on the hood. Yeah, weird-looking. I don't know. Um, Not a fan. Also, the lights are now just, like, the original style of uh, Pontiac Firebird lights. Um. Yeah, alright, anything else... Side, uh, let's see, 1968 also adds side marker lights, which were not there originally, um, anything else? No, not really. Nothing no, really so interesting. So the Pontiac Firebird, I don't know, it's not a car that I have a lot of history or, like, knowledge of, you know? It's just sort of like, oh yeah, I, I've heard that name before, but I don't know why anyone cares. Someone cared enough to request it, so, you know. Yep, speaking of which, who requested it? Uh, this was a request from 
Emrys. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, all right. The second gen requested the trans. Uh, specifically requested the Trans Am, but we oh, okay. I see. I know why this was requested then. Okay. Oh yeah, actually, I just figured it out. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, God damn. You you're having a funny there. I see. I, I talk funny. <laughs> Okay, Unlike yeah, other nice. times when people request cars when they're not having a funny. <laughs> uh, Pontiac Firebird, second generation. Well, it turns out this is when the Trans Am gets introduced there, so. Alright. Um, and the second generation actually gets its own Wikipedia article. Um, so, introduced in early 1970 for the 1970 model year. Um, gonna try to see... Uh, Let's see. They don't have a picture of the, just the regular 1970 model, so let me look that up. I'm sure it's not going to be too different, but hey, you know. We like to be thorough on Mechanista. Uh, maybe I should look up Pontiac Firebird 1970 instead of just 1970. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. 1970 Pontiac Firebird. Okay, let me see. Does it look very similar to the 71? Um, To my discerning eye, it does. So whatever, I'm just going to describe the 71 then. All right, the 71 based on the Wikipedia picture. Um, oh, actually, does this... Okay, this is always a two-door coupe. It looks like this is never a... Uh, this is not a uh, uh, convertible, it looks like. I mean, you know, good idea. Yeah. Just leave it behind. Yep. They apparently did eventually, in 1989, do a... Uh, firebird that was also convertible again but that was all that's that's a while off so um so yeah the 1971 model okay so this is actually changing the design pretty significantly um all right so you still have that the grill situation where it's got a split in the middle but it's no longer a metal split it is now using the same material as the car body uh and then you have the two really deep grills going on Again, the right side one says Pontiac on the inside. Um, the You have now, like, way more square headlights instead of, uh, like, the circular ones of the uh, 60s models. Um, I think they're, I think it's, like, square wells for circular lights with, like, the reflectors making it seem more square from some Oh, angles. yeah, you know what? Now that I'm looking at, like, a second image of one of these, yeah, so it's, it's, it's all silver on the inside, so it gives it the appearance of being, like, a square one, but it is a round... Uh, headlights still okay and then below you have you know your little uh fog lights or turn signal lights whatever they are um this car has a bit of a mouth because it has this like really like this horizontal gap going through the middle of it um or like this horizontal uh, line going through the middle uh right below the uh you know bump uh or not bumper the uh, uh the grill and the uh lights and all that uh it just looks like it's got a, like a little smiling face to me, like a little slight smiling face. Uh -huh. Oh, you know, I wanted to, to post a picture real quick oh, yeah. uh, that I had of the Ram 4's uh, interior, which I assume is probably how most of the interiors for the um, that first gen Pontiac uh -huh. Firebird looked. And it's just like, car interiors used to look good. I know that's like lacking things like cup holders and a center console and stuff, but it just looks handsome. Yeah. Yeah, looks roomy also. Yeah. Um All right. Um anyway, moving on. Side is the real. Yeah. On the sides you have the uh little um the indicator lights that they had mentioned before, like the double yellow strip uh on the front wheel well. Mm -hmm. 
behind the front wheel wells, like, towards the, um, doors, you have these, like, little square panels. Don't know what these are. Just little square panels that looks like sticking out Is of that... the body. Can I, s let me see if I can find a shot of the other side. I think that's where you put gas in? Oh. Really? I mean, I'm looking at these, and I'm not seeing another spot that would be the hatch for that. So I think that's where you put gas in. Mm, okay. Um, the 1971 uh, model here um, now also has, like, a... The the side view mirrors look like Shrek's ears or something. They're they're weird looking v uh, side mirrors. Uh but yeah, you've got nothing really special going on with the door or the rear on this. It looks like um still has like the quote unquote Coke bottle uh you know frame on the back where it kind of narrows. Um, uh -huh. you also have uh, metal lining still around the wheel well and around the side and around the back wheel well. So uh, along the bottom. Uh, I actually think this one's a little bit more handsome of a car, if I'm being yeah. honest. Uh, I, I like yeah, the, I agree. the way the split, uh, thing works at the front, uh, looks a little better to me, actually, when it's not metal. Uh, it just gives it more character. Um. Uh-huh. Uh, the one- I like the- I, Oh, sorry. I like how, like, long the front body is paired with how short the back is. It gives it a real, like, sort of lunging forward kind mm -hmm. of vibe that I appreciate. Yeah. Also, uh, all Firebirds from 1970 and 71 model years that have radios have antenna mounted in glass in the windshield, which is interesting. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so I guess they just mounted them in the windshield so that it wouldn't be sticking up or anything. Um, let's see. So the one we described was the Esprit there, or Esprit, yeah, Esprit. Uh, there was also the Firebird Formula, uh, which... Let's see. Uh, the formula was advertised as an alternative to the Trans Am and can be ordered with all the options available to the Trans Am with the exception of the Fender Flares, Shaker Scoop, and Fender Heat Extractors. Oh, so the Esprit actually was, uh, you were able to, uh, there were appearance options, basically. Mm. Also, uh, it mentions the Trans Am, so what is what is Trans Am mean? I don't actually know what that uh. means. I started, I did the, uh, of, like, I'm about to explain this. And, and then I was you like, didn't. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I like, it's so, it, it treats it like you know, right? The way this yeah, is Yeah, the, the article doesn't actually go know. into what does Trans Am mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's just the name of a model, but, like, what, what distinguishes it? Okay. Yeah, okay, the Pontiac Firebird Trans Am is an auto-built model. Alright, the Trans Am was a specialty package for the Firebird, which upgraded handling, suspension, and horsepower, as well as minor appearance modifications, such as hoods, spoilers, fog lights, and wheels. Uh, there were four distinct generations produced between 1969 and 2002. Uh, they were named after, it looks like, the trans am series uh but despite its name was not actually used in the trans am series as its smallest engine exceeded the sccea's five liter displacement limit what the fuck is the trans am uh the trans am, trans -Am series, series. Are, uh was oh, a sports car racing series i see yes oh because trans american okay so they named it after this like racing circuit okay i mean this podcast is being presented by two trans americans 
I get it. I get it. I get your joke. <laughs> I got your joke. So I laugh. I like the sounds. I like the sounds you made where it was like, "Oh, the new Mario voice actor from Mario Wonder is here to laugh at my joke." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, so neutralized. Yeah. So Trans Am, though. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so it's just named after that. And I guess it was just yeah, like, just hey, we, package, we, yeah. we, it's an upgrade for your Firebird. Okay, now I understand. Yeah, the sort of the sporty, racy, high-performance model. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, anyway, that's a uh, thing. Uh, I need to know if this is... I'm trying to see if I can find any other examples. No, this is what this looks like. Um, I don't know what model this is, but these scoops need to chill. Uh, yeah, those are just, those are out. Those are just separate from the hood, basically. Those are just pipes. Yeah, that's interesting, huh? Yeah. I know, looking at the, like, the Firebird specifically, people fucking love this car. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a name I know despite not being a car person, so I assumed Uh it was a liked one. (laughs) Um. And so it's got, like, these, like, side sort of little scoops um, where the gas thing is. It's got them on both sides, but I assume one of them opens up so you can put gas in the fucking car. Um, You've got this huge raised section in the middle, which I think is, like, they just needed more space for engine. Mm. Um, Which is a lot. I, I don't know what to think of this i mean like i don't know what to make of it i mean i don't i think i like the regular one better that's funny (laughs) that is funny to me um funnily there's a 1972 model and all that's different really uh appearance wise is that it has a hexagonal honeycomb grill on the nose of the vehicle apparently they dropped that by 1973 which makes me sad i like i like hex grills but Hmm. Uh, the 1973 Trans Am new- added two new colors, Buccaneer Red and Brewster Green. <laughs> um, okay, sure. Uh, other exterior upgrades included the updated, more modern Nosebird. Oh, okay, I guess they did call that it. Oh, no, 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 wait, Nosebird. Hold on, did, did they just always have a uh, bird painted on the hood of the Trans Am models? They did not always have that. Okay. Yeah. Inside 1973, the Firebird interior is the same. Yep. Okay. So design differences on the 73 one uh, compared to the 71 one, just to use the easy pictures for comparison. Um, yeah. So, well, the problem is they have the 1973 uh, Trans Am is the picture here. And the Trans Am obviously has a huge uh, little uh, extension on the hood, which I think is probably part of the engine. Because you see what I mean, right? Like, it's not it's not actually part of the hood. It's like there's a whole cut in the hood, and that's sticking out. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, there's also some very futuristic-looking, like, cuts behind the first real wheel well there. Like, they have these, like, this. it has this, like, linear design to this, uh, uh, these little, like, cu- uh, scoops, or, like, cuts in the, uh, frame there that look very futuristic. Yeah, that's what the... That's the thing I was mentioning before, is one of them on the other side is the the gas hatch. Okay. But they make it symmetrical so that, I don't know, so that it's symmetrical. Alright, um, 
The mouth looks a little bit meaner on the front, mainly because uh, it has, like, more of a bumper on the bottom, so now it's like, Ugh. And it has these, like, little bits hanging from the top that make it look like it has little fangs. Yeah, those tiny little, tiny little canines. Um, other than that, uh, pretty similar to the prior models. Oh, it adds a, uh, spoiler on the back. I should add that, um, for the Trans Am model, which I guess makes sense. It's an interesting spoiler style, though, right? Because it's not like it's separate, and it's not even like it's just a straight-up piece. It is like a sharply upward-turned, like, metal piece there. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have... I think the next... Oh. Go ahead. I was just going to say, up next we have the 1974 models. Uh-huh. Uh, which... So, an interesting thing, uh, the Firebird formula that is uh, shown there... Um, it, it, it has like a, sh- they call it a shovel nose front. Uh, the version that they also have there, even though I don't think that's the Trans Am one actually has really big, like scoops, like in the same style of the ones we were talking about before. Right. Where it's like the, uh, uh. scoops that are kind of just sticking out of the frame. Yeah. I mean, even the 1970, it's like these, this is just what the scoops look like on the second gen. Yeah. Um, I don't like them very much. Uh, no. yeah, and then I, it, it kind of, so the nose of it, though, yeah, it has a more scooped nose, so it doesn't look as, like, distinct. I, I kind of dislike that it does that. Like, I don't hate it. Um, also, it has, like, an actual bumper, finally. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this motherfucker's got a Confederate flag going on on his, though. Yeah, dirtbag. Yeah, is that what it, oh, NC, is that North Carolina, I assume? On the plate. Most likely. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so you've got a bumper, and you have, like, you know, more standard-looking fog lights there. Um, we'll say this guy didn't keep his model up very good, because it's kind of messy. But, uh, it's the one that they're using on Wikipedia for some reason. It's uh, not too bad. You know what? I think it's the environment it's in, too. Like, because it, 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 there's a lot of reflecting going on, and it makes the... Yeah. And that, coupled with the green, just makes the car look messy. Yeah, like there's there's a little bit of mud splattered on the on the thing here, and then like the front bumper has has seen better days, but that kind of plastic is hard to maintain. Yeah, well, and like I said, it's a green car, and it's got a bit of reflecting going on with the uh, brown ground, so it just does not look like a very clean car. It looks nasty. <laughs> yeah, it makes it look kind of dirty. I don't, I don't like the if this is the Brewster green they were talking about before. I don't like that color. Um, it could be. I don't know. There are lots of. They probably have multiple. There is a Trans Am version of the Firebird uh, from 1974 up at the top, luckily. So you know uh, a difference there. That uh, it, again has the engine sticking out, has a bird painted onto the hood. Um, still has yeah the more like nosy like like or shovel nose quote unquote as they call it uh, style like mm-hmm. where it's more like the the front isn't as separate. Um, has the bumper again. Uh, and the fog lights and all that. Uh, still has those really fancy uh, little side thingies uh, that looks like the standard model does not have. Uh, mm-hmm. Does have a nice uh, metal strip going down the side of the body behind the wheel well and uh, the uh, door and all that. Uh, still has that flared bumper that you mentioned, or the flared spoiler thing that you mentioned, where it's like, just kind of has like a f- flared backside. It's weird. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. Uh, the red is a much more suitable color for this. Also, the Trans Am model looks nicer because even though it has the bit of engine sticking out, it just looks way better than the uh, than the intakes. 
Um, let's see, nineteen seventy-five. Okay, so seventy-five and seventy-six. We don't have pictures here. I and... was gonna say the seventy-five. It just says mainly the main change was that it had wraparound uh, rear windows. Uh, but yeah. the shape actually remains unchanged. So, yeah. Let me see if I can find a picture of of these wraparound rear windows. Um. Oh sure, this is unremarkable. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it said all the other things remain basically the same. So, uh, we don't really get another major facelift until 1977. Uh, so. But what a facelift it is. Oh yeah, no, this. Okay, I kind of dig this one now. This is what I think of when I think of a, of a firebird. Well, is, is so what like this, this one does is, so it still has the more subdued front. However, they've done a couple of things to make it way cooler than the prior more subdued one. So the we, uh, it, it goes back to the original firebird, like the sixties models where the headlights and the grill are all together. And like inside of these little wells to themselves, the headlights are now square and there's like a double set of square headlights and also, you know, you have you have the grill in there, and I think that looks really good having like the headlights and the grill like implemented there. They're like pretty again, pretty like they used to be, pretty deeply inset. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get you get more of a raised middle again, because uh, like the raised middle was on the prior models, but it was very like it was a very small bump. This has a sharply raised middle again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has like a seam down the middle. Yeah. Uh, you also have, so it still has the bumper, but the bumper is the same material as the body there rather than plastic. So you've got this like really nice, like, you know, white bumper sticking out for the model that they show here. Um, also just a really nice looking like shape on the bumper, having all these like, like lines and points. I I like all the angles going on with this guy. Uh, I I found one here in like a brass color that I think looks really good. Ooh, Yeah, no, that does look really good. Uh, it ha- it's so in the, in front of the front wheel well, and you can see it more there. It has like very pronounced like bit of body sticking in front of the wheel, uh-huh. uh, which is just kind of interesting. Then yeah, it still has those uh little side things like uh the the gas uh the gas pump uh areas on the side that look really nice actually. Uh, but the Trans Am model says Trans Am below it for non Trans Am models, it does not. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the Trans Am and the normal model are actually pretty similar overall here. Yeah, there's, I mean, I think the Trans Am is sort of the, the model of, of note, and so I think there's a lot of convergence happening. Yeah. Um, the body has a bit more of a, a bit sticking out protecting the rear wheels as well, uh, just kind of similar to the one oh, in the front. They don't always have it. Here's... Um, oh, let's see. Here is a Skybird. Oh, Oh, and that one's got the uh, metal, uh, the metal line going down the. Uh... Oh, it's got two yeah, of them actually. Oh, the door divider. Yeah, well, it's got the oh, door it... divider, and then below it, it's got. I think that's paint. I think it's like gray paint, but it looks really. I don't think it is. Oh, is that not paint? Because if you look at the very front, there's like an actual gap there. Oh yeah, that is a gap. Oh, I think weird. that's actually metal. That's really cool looking. Actually, I like that. Yeah. Uh. That's a really nice looking one there, actually. Um, and that's the same year, right? Uh, seventy seven. Yeah. Yeah. This I, I I'm gonna say uh the by nineteen seventy seven the model has grown on me. This is actually like a a a perfect marriage of the later stuff and the original design. Fuck, I hate this. I'm having opinions about cars. Um. So uh, yeah. Uh, looks like uh for the um. Let's see the. 
it looks like the interior was also like all blue, uh, which is kind of nice. Uh, you mentioned the, it before. On the Skybird there? What? Yeah. Yeah. On the Skybird or in all, all of them? Uh, it says for the Esprit. Uh, there was, oh, I sorry, see. it was an optional appearance package. Apologies. Yeah, so that was optional. Um, trying to see if there's anything else fancy. Mostly just like engine changes and stuff, but it doesn't really change too much there. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got 1978, uh, slight changes again, uh, switch from a honeycomb to a crosshatch pattern, uh, in the grill again, which you can't even really see the grill because of how deep it is. So, uh, it did mention that, uh, it had a Redbird package for the Esprit, which was painted in Roman red with a red interior and has gold accents. You know what? I want to find that, uh, Firebird Esprit, uh. What is it? Redbird. Redbird. Spring. Redbird. Nineteen seventy-eight. I just want to see it because I'm curious about this uh, red and gold. Uh, okay, the gold is very subdued, though it does look nice. So it's actually, you know, like that one you linked, that blue one. Uh, mm-hmm. it's same thing. It's just instead of silver, it's gold. See. The wheels look really interesting. Yeah, having those red wheels with like that kind of like. It's like, Snowflake yeah, like, pattern. they're, yeah, they're red and, like, silver, you know, like, just generally metal, but, like, snow, as you say, snowflake pattern, but the interior of the wheel well is all painted, like, not the wheel well, it's just the, whatever, the hubcap, is all painted red in a way, so it's this silver and red flower that looks kind of cool. I will admit, I kind of like this, uh, the red bird model of the Esprit here, because it looks good. <laughs> I'm seeing a it couple does. different pictures of it. Uh, oh, the back of it. Okay, so we haven't really talked about the back of these. Uh, I will talk about the back of this one, though. It does have a funny-looking back. It's got a set of three bars of stoplights now. Uh, very Is that narrow. the right... Yeah, that's... Is you ha- do, you, do you have the right year for that one? Yeah, these are all 1978 Redbirds. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Because you can see, if you look at the back of them, it's got, like, a... I guess that's true. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh... Then we've got 1979. Uh, The front end was finally restyled again in 1979, and I love how they say that. But then the 1979 picture is from the fucking side on Wikipedia. Thank you. Uh, I'll warn you, it's bad. Oh, no. No! What have they done? It's not, like, the worst, but... It's not as good. So what it it has done is it has gotten rid of the grill uh, section with the lights being all in one there. And now it just has four headlights. The headlights have a divider between them, like the square headlights. And then the grill is now located below. And uh, I just don't like that as much. So, yeah, the lights all having their own, like, separate, like, half well just looks bad. The worst part is there are some nice paint jobs on this model otherwise. Like, uh, because uh. they all, you know, they all have the Firebird on it. Uh, yeah. And like, and the Firebird looks kind of cool with some of these, you know? Yeah, no, like, these aren't bad looking, it's just, I don't like this redesign for the front. I wish it, I'd like the 77 version a lot more. Uh-huh. Um, well, yeah, uh, otherwise a lot of the rear, I think, is, like, the same. It's mostly just that front is, uh, the front is changed, and it's made worse, unfortunately. Uh, still has that, f- like, the flower wheel well going on, though. Just a, a more slight version of it. It's not as fancy, but it does have, like, Here's a really a... interesting set of rims. At least on this Trans Am here, the back is even more extreme, and it's, like... Oh, yeah. Fucking, like, you know, like, matcha layer cake look going on. 
Yeah. Yeah, that one's just got... That's so weird looking. Okay. I think it's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's starting to look like a douchebag car is what's happening here. Yeah. Especially yeah. with, like, the... Uh, having, like, the way it has the uh, cover over the rear window there and all that. Which, like, listen, you know... Things can go a lot of ways. People can have different, you know, expressions of self. But I have bad news for you as far as whether or not something's a douchebag car when it's a 70s and 80s American muscle car. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it, it, it is just that. Uh, 1981 became the final year for the second gen. Uh, the it, it looks like mainly uh, the hood decal was restyled. But otherwise, it looks pretty similar. I hate this color, though. This... This blue is like one of the... Oh, I, I like kind of like it. Oh. I don't think it fits this car at all, but I do like it as You know what? Like... I think it, it feels like a very 90s car paint scheme, but applied to like a very 80s car is the problem. You're right. Yes, that's exactly correct. Because this is like though, what I expect like a 90s Saturn to be painted. Though this like Halo Energy Sword colors Firebird on top looks amazing. Yeah, that's the uh, change decal. So it now has, yeah, like you said, a Halo Energy Sword fucking Firebird decal. It's a bird it breathing fire. So good. It looks really amazing. And then it is is on paint job that is, I th again, I think a very cool color does not match this car. Yeah, no. If it was like, it, it, the thing is, if you did that exact decal, but on a couple different colors, uh, it would probably look good. Like a black car? Yeah, it would probably look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Or a dark gray would be better. All right. And we can move on now. Okay. To the uh, third generation of Firebird. Oh, oh my no! god. Oh, it had an allergic reaction. Its eyes have swelled shut. <laughs> well, okay. So <laughs> uh, there is a 1982 model. Technically, it was introduced in late 1981, but it's the 1982 year model, you know. Uh, let me see. Can I find just the original 1982 model? Oh, yes. Okay. There is one there. It is a black one. Oh, oh, no, no, sorry. That's the one that's designed to look like Kit. Okay. <laughs> From fucking, uh, what is the show? Knight Rider. There we uh, go. Yes. Uh, let me find an actual 1982 Firebird, though, because I mean, the one the, that they the link. The Kit one. The Kit one looks all right. I, no, it does look good. It's just funny, though, because, okay, yeah, normally uh, it doesn't have the uh, red light in the middle. Uh, gonna admit, actually, I kind of dig this one. Um, it, it has, this <laughs> right? car has, so even though it's 1989, this car has gone from the eighties to the nineties, like in one model year, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it just happened. So it's got the, it's got, I guess I'm just gonna have to describe the whole thing. So, uh, I linked you that one. I guess we'll use that one probably just the link on the thing. So you've got a very narrow, uh, profile going on with the front of the car now. Um, the hood still has like a little embossed line in the middle. Uh, also has like a bit of a scoop going on the back of it. Like it, the, the, the back of the hood is raised, um, has uh -huh. pop-up headlights, uh, and like, you know, uh, the other lights, like the little, uh, turn signal lights and all that are very like ingrained in this like little notch there in the front, uh, pretty standard looking grill, um, the front of, or the bottom of the body here, uh, so most of this is, uh, red for this Trans Am 1982 model, but, um, it has, like, a black, uh, body, like, bit on the bottom, which looks pretty nice with the red. Uh, it has, like, the body line, like you've mentioned before, in black as well. Uh, the doors are still the same style of, like, you know, way you open them. Uh, the... This one has the roof removed, though. I'm curious to see if... 
Okay, yes, the two-door convertible model is back as of this one. So you can have a coupe or a convertible. Or sorry, a three-door liftback coupe is the difference with this one now. Uh, uh, the Trans Am model also has a more like normal style spoiler on the back. The Coke body is basically gone now. You know, it doesn't really have the same kind mm -hmm. of pinch as the prior models. Uh, but it does have like a proper spoiler. I gotta admit, I kind of dig this one actually. This is starting to look like just like a See, solid '90s car. The thing is, this is a good-looking car, right? Yeah. But it doesn't look like a Firebird to me. What it looks like, and I really strongly suspect this is like this is the thing. This is a 1982 Ferrari 308. Oh, it's trying I to look posted. like that. It's so funny. I it's called it a like '90s, a but it, yes, it's an '80s car. But it looks. It's funny because like this is like it has stylings that I associate more with like late '80s, early '90s cars. Even though this is an early '80s car, mm -hmm. like stuff like the pop-up yeah. headlights and like the body shape and all that. Yeah, it's got the pop-up headlights, which I think the model I'm about to post does not. But in most ways, I feel like it's trying to copy the Berlin out of Boxer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah, this is just... this is They have abandoned the classic look of the Firebird and just gone in heavy into Ferrari Envy. And I mean, listen, there's a reason to envy Ferrari, right? They're oh, hold on. Cars. I need to show you this real quick. Uh... I like this burgundy model right here. Look at that color. Oh, That's a wow. really good color. I've been this, liking like, burgundy yeah. a lot lately. I don't know why. It's just on, on robots and on uh, stuff here. It's just like, oh, I, I like this color, actually. A nice, like, burnt caramel-ish kind of thing. Yeah, it's very that nice looks... looking. Yeah. Um. All right. So, 1983 basically remained unchanged. Uh, 1984... Uh, it was the best-selling year of the third-generation Ferrari, or for, fire, Firebird, not Ferrari. Uh, <laughs> brain, brain blip. Uh, let me see, the 1984 Firebird doesn't really change too much, it looks like. Uh, so the, um, I'm trying to see if I can, like, yeah, it doesn't really, so, no, doesn't really look all that different. Like, here, you can see one for sale, it's in that red color, um... It basically has the same color thing going on, right? Red, red upper body, black lower body. If there's if there's a difference, is that it looks like they have blocked up the grill with like little like plastic like covers that you would remove once you unwrap the car. Yeah, <laughs> that looks bad. Weird. It's a, that's a little weird. Nineteen eighty five got a very big change, though. Okay, so uh huh, uh huh. Has a restyled nose again? Uh. Little, it's a little bit more subdued and downward now, like the uh -huh. the nose of it. Um, still has like you know that vertical line going from the hood and the front of the car. Uh, got it, it. It's gotten rid of the grill completely now. Basically, like it's got like these little like cuts in the hood there, but it doesn't have a grill anymore. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Which is a little weird looking. Also, this red and silver is not the greatest in my opinion. I I feel like these colors don't match together here. For the one that they have. It's not, like, awful. It just looks... A, I, I think red and black looks a little cooler. <laughs> this could be my my memory, but I think this, like, this specific, like, light, like, barely reflective silver with the red is a color scheme that Ferrari was experimenting with in the 80s. <laughs> ah, was it? Okay. <laughs> it's, it just feels like 
The interior also, the, uh, for the version they show here, the interior matches the exterior, interestingly. Like, you've got, like, these red seats with, like, silver backs on them, <laughs> uh, which is interesting. A yeah. uh, bit of a sharper uh, headlight going, or uh, it's not headlight, a uh, mirror going on here. Can I say if you want to do like if you want to do like red upholstery and red seats and stuff, that's fine. It has to be leather. Doing like the fuzzy red looks really bad. Yeah, this looks like the seats that you would like run into in like a, a like a waiting room or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. I, I I'm not a big fan of this of this change to the 1985 one. If I'm being honest. Um, looks like the profile in general is also just more narrow, uh, though that might just be, you know, an effect given because like the, the spoiler looks even lower than the prior models and stuff. So it just feels like a very, like, it feels like a very subdued model in some ways, uh-huh. like very like lowered, uh, 1986, uh, center high mounted stop lamps. Uh, let's see. Those were to comply with, uh, federal regulations. Firebird. So let's see if that looks. Am I gonna notice it even? 1986 Firebird. No, not really. Like here, here's a white one. Um, basically looks pretty similar. This one's got like you know the hood cuts and stuff. Still doesn't have a grill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still basically the same. Eh. Eh. All right. Uh, 1987. Body still remained unchanged. Okay, 1988. Here we go. Remained unchanged. Never mind. 1980. Yeah, no, you look at the front of that 88 model they link, and yeah, no, that's the same fucking car. They've decided that this is the hill they're going to die on, is keeping it like this, which, eh? Why? You had a perfectly good model in 1982. What did you do? Why? Why did you do this? Yeah, I mean, and, and and also, like, in, you know, 77, right? I mean, like... Yeah, no, it's so weird that, like... It's funny that they will do, like, one year that we really like, and then in the subsequent years, they're like, okay, time to completely change it, and then they keep the changed bad-looking one for a few years. And, like, I know this is the case for some people, right? But it can't be a significant enough population, right? There can't be enough, like, crazy rich people in the world who are, who are like, oh, I got the 77 Firebird, but the 78 looks so different, I need to get it too. Mostly, people are gonna be like, oh, I like the look of the Firebird, let me get a, f- oh, it doesn't look like a fucking Firebird anymore. Yeah. Um, the 89 one also, it mentions it's its biggest year and all that, but, like, looking at it, it doesn't really change the model anymore. No. It's still the same thing, still no grill, it looks... It just, it looks bad. It looks bad. Oh, the, here's the 20th anniversary one. Way to celebrate the 20th anniversary by giving us, like, one of the shittiest looking versions of it. Like, it's so funny. If you look at those two pictures I've linked to you now, like, one after the other, these look virtually identical, even though these are different model years. <laughs> yeah. All three of these are different model years, actually. Because <laughs> the one, uh, the that's the 89 one I linked. Then you have the 88 one above that. And then you have, like, uh, an 86 one above that. So they Listen, all car the designers same. were on strike. What could they do for three years or something? Sure. We'll 1990, I think it was the same because it mentioned a uh, driver's side airbag. Uh, they didn't make any convertibles, though, in 1990. 1991, suddenly, uh, things have changed again. And it looks pretty good. Uh, these were apparently modeled after the Banshee 4 uh, uh, like show car. Huh. 
Okay, and they're back to being uh, convertibles again, possibly. Uh, Have you seen the Banshee 4? No. Hello? I mean, I guess it's a concept car, and concept cars always always look like a lot, but this is the Banshee 4. Oh, shit. Okay. You know what? Uh, yeah, no, I can see what... Uh, I, I see that they did model the nose after that, though, huh? Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. You to, you, yeah, this is like... This is very concept car. There are, like, no, like... Headlights visible or anything. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if those little, like, notches there, like, open up or something in some way. But, like, it has a huge open... Like, the, the top of it had barely has any metal. It's almost all glass. Um, It has this, like, sloping forward... Like, it feels like the car is, like, stumbling forward. Like, the weight... Like, the... It's you know it's so concept it's car got, just in like it's got a it, it's never. got like an animation swoosh effect going on with it like like yeah. it, it's it's this car is smeared this car has smear animation going on with it yeah yeah um, it is it is they they stopped to frame with McCree mid roll and his face is all fucked up <laughs> uh, this oh, is oh wait sorry he's not called that anymore my bad uh this is um this is just a model of it but you can see from the top down like the all glass and stuff it's interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, also, that weird-ass, uh, like, spoiler thing going on in the back. It's like a split spoiler, which I think is kind of sick, actually. Yeah, no, it looks pretty cool, actually. <laughs> I think the rest of this is kind of bad. Like, like I said, it, this car looks like... It, fun, it but... looks like a car that is always in motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which is funny, because it pro- as a concept car, Probably it was pretty much never, never in motion. motion. <laughs> um... But yeah, so the the yeah the uh, nineteen ninety one one a uh, much more narrow profile uh, on the front. Uh, you have the headlight, you have pop up headlights, and then you have like these the the front um, little like uh, fog light area is like it's it's imitating inset, the sort of the swoosh and it's got of that the yeah banshee. like little swooshy bit on the front uh, and those are like in there. Um, the rest of the body is not in the oh and it has like a optionally you can have the uh, you know little intakes on the uh, hood uh, doesn't actually like really change the like doors or the back of it all that much really uh, uh mm. looking at it um like just comparing to like the prior years it's funny because it doesn't actually change like uh, the it's just mostly the front has changed but it's changed in such a way that you're like damn this looks like a completely different car now uh yeah um Oh, I should note, at some point along the way, we got a a much more, like, just, frankly, a good-looking re- rear on these. Oh, yeah, sorry, yep. Yep. Uh, back to the uh, three. The... Oh, it also has, this is, this also, I guess, inspired by the, uh, the Banshee. Banshee 4, has a semi-split spoiler. Semi-split spoiler looks pretty good there, too. It does. It does. And I like this, like, you know, the two stacks of, of like, line red headlights with the orange, you know, brakes and the, the, the brakes and the turn signal stacked on top of them with a divider in the middle with a Pontiac Firebird. That looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, by 1992, uh, they didn't really change too much. Uh, they did go back to, you know, there's a standard spoiler. Still has that really nice uh, uh, stoplight setup on the back. I, I, I like that, like, the two, you know, two bars of... Uh, stoplight and then the turn signal light below it uh, and mm-hmm. they're like these big horizontal bars uh it looks really oh, good let me let me know what you think of this this is what it looks like with the lights popped up oh interesting uh hmm i kind of wish they the, were round 
the headlights. Yeah. Just because I feel like yeah, circular I... headlights would match. Though I assume this is at the era where this is like the norm is doing the square headlights now. So I think that's correct. Yeah. I get it. It looks a little. It does look a little goofy with those popped up, but not the worst thing ever, though. Um. But yeah. Uh. All right. Then we hit the fourth gen. Oh my god, these are not Firebirds anymore, though. So fourth gen still keeps the uh, wanting to look aerodynamic. Um, doesn't even get its own article here. Uh, don't know what year that one is. That's uh, it just says 1993 through 97. Oh, because apparently in 1993 through 97, this is basically what all of them look like. Okay. Um. Yeah, there are two versions of this car. Because then 98 to 2002 is the same as well. Oh, that's so weird. Okay, so like. It is narrowed the uh, little like uh, cuts where the little lights are on the front. Um, still no grill. Um, now has like the uh, big uh, like turn signal blinky lights uh, on the sides there. Uh, still has the pop up headlights. Uh, the hood ha- has you know the vertical line as expected. Um, do you have a nice uh, little bar on the door in the front and the back like right before the uh, the like where the body is there? Um, uh-huh. still have like a very nice, simple little popped up spoiler again. Um, this is a very simple, this does just feel like a car though, right? This, this does not feel like a firebird to me anymore. Other than like that little bit of like pointed bit on the, uh, front and like having that little raised bit going, uh, through the hood. This just no uh-huh. longer feels like a firebird anymore though, compared to like the earlier ones. Now in 1992, there was the firehawk version, which actually... Goes back to being cool again somehow. <laughs> uh, I see this. Yeah, uh, this is the Firehawk, which uh, was originally sold as a in 1992, um, and sold all the way through uh, 2001. Uh, I actually think it looks pretty good again because <laughs> it, ha- yeah. it has a grill again, and it has uh, it has more standard pop like they're not really pop up headlights; they're just kind of like the they, I, it's not the same, right? They don't, these aren't going to like pop up, pop up. These are like, you know, it has a little, like, it, it's like the eyes are closed kind of headlights. Uh-huh. Um. Oh, they are going to, they are going to pop up, pop up. Oh, do they? 2001 Firehawk. Well, well I'll show, well, I'll show you in a sec, because there's a, there's a model. What, what model is this that you're, the Firehawk here? Yeah, this is the Firehawk. What, what year is it? Uh, this, is this was the 2001 one link there. This is the 2001 one. Okay. Um. Jumping ahead a little bit, but the 1999 Firebird Collector's Edition is a fucking good-looking car. Oh, ooh, yeah, and it's very similar to the Firebird actually. There looks like the Firebird or the Firehawk uh, had a pretty similar appearance throughout. Um. Oh, oh yeah, th- those do pop up. Oh, that's not what I expected uh-huh. it to do it's at a, all. And it's a it's a double. And it's double. Yeah, it actually looks better by being a double. I think. Um, yeah. So this one has like um. It has, uh, like, a, a... So, first off, it has, you know, pop-up headlights that are, like, double with, like, one forward, one slightly set back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get, like, a four-slot, like, slit, like, intake between the two headlights. You go down, you get a very, like, a very, honestly, Dodge Viper-y style, like, bumper with integrated lights. Mm-hmm. And it's um, also got, got, like, the, the little split there. 
Yeah, the split there, upper has like the recessed like turn signal and below that there's an intake and then fog lights in the middle and like the license plate area with like a guard if you're not using it on the front there. I think this looks really sharp. Yeah, um, so the reason why I assume the headlights were not going to work like that is because if you look at the shape of them, they look like modern, like, you know, or like 90s through modern headlights, right? Like that shape. So I assumed mm -hmm. what it was going to do is just kind of pop up a little bit and just have normal headlights in there. But no, no, it still has like, yeah, these double lamps and it pops up higher than I thought it would. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Neat. Um... So yeah, uh, that's the what was that the that was the ninety nine collector's edition. Right. Okay. So there's a couple of different collector's edition. There's also a two thousand two one. Two thousand two ones. Uh, not. Let's see. Can't really see it there. Um. Oh, hey, hold on. Sorry, I just saw the Trans Am collector's edition convertible here. Uh, similar styling as the one you linked. Uh, but in yellow. I I, I dig that in yellow with the little black uh marks on the uh side and the uh hood. Mm -hmm. That looks really yeah. good. Fuck. That's, you know what? I'm back to liking it again now. <laughs> I love this uh this curve with the fucking Pontiac Firebirds where I'm like, eh, it's all right. And then, oh, it's pretty cool. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's pretty cool again. Oh, it's bad. And now, you know, we're back. So to, that's oh, the 2002 you've posted there, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, and here is a rear view of it. And the headlights, the rear lights have changed again, but also oh. I think good again. I like that. Like, yeah, they have like a hex grid over them. Yeah. They look like and bug eyes. The, I love that. It's just like the one light as far as i can tell right like one piece of plastic so mm -hmm. oh, i guess there are there are inner brake lights yeah right for like the like a reverse lights i should say so but like the, the, the structure inside. that they are in though is like all like one piece so it looks really it looks really good yeah yeah um also a nice a nice little simple spoiler on there yeah um i i like the cuts in the spoiler though too like how it has the uh not cuts so much, but it has, like, it's connected to the sides of the body, but then it has these two little uh, bits going support down. Support struts. Yeah, support yeah. struts. I just, it, it's, it looks nice. It's pretty nice looking uh, car, actually. Uh, but, but the Firebirds of the 90s have won me back over, funnily. Um, uh-huh. You know, they're not, like, I I think probably my favorite are still, like, some of those, uh, the, the it's like, some of the 70s and 80s ones, but this one's not too bad, really? and especially not these collector's edition ones. Let me see what the 94 Collector's Edition, because so far, we're like two for two on Collector's Editions. What's the 94 Collector's Edition? Okay, nah, you know, it's okay. Let me see. Link it. Yeah, let me let me link it. I, th I, I think it has, it still has the problems we have with this, this era of Firebird. Yeah, okay, no grill. Um, it's just too simple looking on the front. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like you're trying to hide the fact that it's a car. Yeah. <laughs> Which like is not what you want from like a luxury car. Yeah, I know. No. It's not like the worst, but it's not great. No. And uh, those 2002 models are kind of where this dies. Because they, they make these for a while. They support them for a while. But there is there are no more Firebirds. That's it. Yeah. They did introduce one minor thing. Uh, a a, a uh, General Motors signing a license deal with uh, Trans Am Depot to use the Trans Am name and Pontiac logos. And then they made a thing called the Trans Am Super Duty that was shown at a show. Uh, looks like yeah, this. Yeah, let me see this. Yeah, let me see this. Um. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, huh. uh... Under this agreement, Trans Am Depot took brand new Chevrolet Camaro, stripped them to their basic components, and built them to look like a new Trans Am. 
this oh, was I at see. this was in 2017 though. This was uh, shown at the New York International Auto Show. Uh, there were 77 of of these produced, I think. If I'm reading this right, uh, um, each signed by Burt Reynolds because I guess Burt Reynolds has a huge collection of uh, Firebirds. Sure. Or he had wait, Burt Reynolds is dead. Yeah, I say so. I didn't know he was dead, huh? I didn't either. Here's a here's a here's a front view of it because you have that that um... yeah. That, okay, this 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 is really funny to me because this does just start looking like a modern like muscle car in a lot of ways though, but it has the Firebird I, logo painted on it. But I don't dislike it. Also, no, it's not oh bad. man, the matcha layer cake is back. Oh hell yeah! Okay, uh, it's won me over with these uh, rear tail lights. I love these horizontal uh, stoplights on the back, especially too. when they're lit up. That looks great. Yeah, no, those look. It's good. got a, it's got a fucking like like an, an armored core like visor head. It's very good. It's so good is the thing. Um, yeah, but yeah. Well, all right. That's a lot of uh. That's 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 the Firebirds and the Trans Am. Uh, yeah. And yeah, not as not as extensive as other cars, though. Still, you know, an hour episode, though, I guess, minus like a couple minutes of us trying to figure out, hey, what the fuck happened to my mic? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, it is funny actually seeing uh, someone uh, at the top of the Wikipedia article. There is like that collection of Firebirds. And it is funny because I they seemingly have picked generally all the Firebirds I like. Yeah, uh, uh, like from each model or from each like couple of decades or each generation, because these are like all the versions I like most of each one. Mm-hmm. Oh wait a minute! I just realized something. You know how we were uh, shit talking the uh, Confederate flag? Still bad. I wonder if that's a reference because I just noticed this has that too. Um, smoke a reference. Uh, well, oh, Smokey, Smokey and the Bandit. And the Bandit. Yes, uh, Smokey. Well, that's a and- stupid fucking reference. Oh yeah, no, I don't think I don't think it's good. It's just that thing of my brain going, "Wait a minute, did it have did it have that on No, it didn't have that in the movie actually, from what I can see. Why the fuck are there all these ones with fucking Confederate plates that are like different people? There's got to be something behind it because I refuse to believe there's two different sets like that. Yeah, oh, you oh, refuse oh, to believe uh, there are two people wait, two southerners in it, the world. It it is that. It is that. Uh sorry, I found a clip of all the all the there's a bunch of reproductions of firebirds um this is the one from uh smoking and the bandit part 3 1983 so it looks like yes okay and another one has that okay yes it is smoking and the bandit never mind okay i don't i don't know maybe it's also in the original one but if you are specifically referencing smoking and the bandit part 3 you're a fucking loser. <laughs> that would be really funny. God. Anyway, uh, I I just I wanted to figure it out because I just felt like I was like this this is it's specific happening here. Well, it's specifically the type of like flag they have too, right? That little offset one on the right. Uh huh. And that was the thing that was throwing me off. Anyway, anyway, uh, yes, okay. Firebirds. Uh, do we want to do a question on this one or? Yeah, okay. yeah, we do. Uh, I do oh. also just one more thing real quick, which is from the the Super Duty with its lights on, because we don't tend to talk about modern like muscle cars that much. Yeah. The like ring light style of headlights these days, I really love. These do look pretty nice. 
Um, and it's just like this intensely bright band of like just the border of the shape of the headlight, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it looks really cool. I've seen other examples of it, and I just I just think it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, looks but, good. <clears throat> but it's time for a question. We have a question here from Vi. Uh huh. Recently, a bug in Destiny 2's crafting system was found and allowed people to fuse weapon archetypes into some overpowered combinations, but also some funny ones. The question is, what two mecha-slash-mobile-suit-slash-gundam weapons would you combine for the effect of power and or maximum hilarity? Um, there's a great uh, like demonstration video here of someone using a... I forget what they're called. I always get it wrong there's like there it's a basically it's a beam uh gun like it shoots a continuous beam but they have merged it with a grenade launcher so every time it does a tick of the beam it launches a grenade so it's just a stream of non-stop grenades uh they they don't know what they've invented here the destiny should have kept this this is amazing this this makes the game good to me i mean i i they should have found a way to do something with it probably oh, obviously but... yeah not keep it in but look at that shit that's so much cooler than any gun they're going to actually offer you in the game. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Sometimes, look, it's just the sad reality that it, that it's hard to beat, like, when you have a glitch do something really cool for you in a game that is, like, not intended. <laughs> yeah. You know? Nothing's ever going to feel that good again. <laughs> I hate to give credit to a real piece of shit, uh-huh. but... June Gus kind of beat me to the punch on one of the things I would suggest, which is merging a knife with a beam saber. <sighs> of course. Because I think that's really funny. <sighs> I hate that. Um, but you're not wrong. Uh, I'm trying to think. Because <sighs> I've had this in my head for a while. Um, I, uh, just specific weapons. I mean, so what were you going to get? I know there's a thing that's like, this is like with funnel missile, but like, you know, like the style of like rack missile launchers where it's like, you know, like launching missiles. Yeah. They're all funnels. Just launching funnels like that. Um, Just launching a wave of, like, a hundred funnels. <laughs> I think it would be really funny if, uh, I, I was gonna do the, uh, the, the funnels, but they all are, like, little tiny, uh, double Zeta, like, forehead things, uh, the, the high mega cannon. Uh, <laughs> sure. Especially imagining how that would be animated, because, like, the high mega cannon never gets animated like a normal beam, it just gets animated as there is light emanating out of the double Zeta's head and everything is blowing up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, alternatively, uh, the Double Zeta, but the High Mega Cannon, for whatever fucking reason, is launching out Sturmfausts. <laughs> just, like, just okay, just sure. really, like, a really fast stream of Sturmfausts that looks like a video game glitch, and it's just going. I, oh, you know, Incom Sturmfaust would be pretty fun. Incom Sturmfaust, just fucking wires, and then they ram, and then you're like, well, now I just have wires. And actually, this is one that I'm surprised you didn't think of. Funnels with, like, the Sazabi's, like, scattering beam cannon. Kind of already exists, but yeah. Really? Uh, okay. Well, slightly. Uh, the um, proto-fin funnels on the Delta Kai uh, do shotgun, like, beam shotgun blasts, basically. Huh. Uh-huh. 
it's a it's an it's a neat feature of them um what if i combined uh 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 one would say a a beam shield but also uh the uh See, I keep going with the, uh, the high mega cannon. I guess I could do like ah beam shield, but beam magnum. So it's just like a very extended beam shield that is like burning everything around it, <laughs> and you just kind of run at things. Um, or like I know this. This is like not. I don't know. It's, it feels like a related, not totally an answer to the question. Uh, what if you had two beam shields, right? Uh huh. And you use them to do Uso lighter tricks. <laughs> Uso lighter tricks. You just took the two and pushed them together, and they just formed this beam spike that just extended out. Uso lighter tricks. In some ways, some would argue that's what the Hyperion does. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Because it does have the shields, and then it puts them into a point, um, which is cool. It's one of the reasons I like that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, trying to think of like weapons that do unique things in Gundam, because like that's the important part, right? Is like trying to because you know you don't want to just combine like beam thing and and non-beam thing um just hard for me to think of like things that do like real fun effects though i don't like i don't know how on earth you would make this oh okay you know what i know what it is i want um like a machine gun that fires beam daggers and I want you to be able to do Piccolo's Hellzone Grenade with it. Where, like, you dump, and it's like, ah, oh, you missed, and then they turn around and I'll fly at your back. <laughs> just beam sabers that are funnels uh, would be a fun yes. one, actually. <laughs> Thinking That's on true. that. That's true. Just Hellzone Grenade. God. Um, Hellzone Grenade, one of the coolest, like, Oh, yeah, super it doesn't do time. anything, but it's fucking cool. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, that's the problem so, of a lot of uh, char- side characters, like, cool moves is... Well, know. for me, it was redeemed because it was really good in uh, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Um, not for not for good reasons, right? Oh. Because <laughs> the reason it was really good, they eventually nerfed this, but for a long time, one of my favorite players played Piccolo on point... Because what you do is you get like you you lock them down, you do hellzone grenade, and then the explosions are so big they can't tell how to block, <laughs> and you just do high lows and you catch them and you kill them while they're blocking hellzone grenade because they can't see anything. That's so okay, that's ridiculous, <laughs> but also kind of fun. Yeah. Um. Uh, trying to. Th- think there's anything else like I'm trying to also expand my brain beyond uc here mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. man imagine how cool it would be to have uh the bits from gundam x like the mobile suit bits that you're controlling but they also use bits <laughs> yeah sure sure just an army of of little guys that fire an army of bits Either that, or they have their own dedicated bit mobile suits. <laughs> or, like, imagine having f- imagine having funnels that had missiles on them, right? Yeah. So, like, the, 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 the bits are dodging around, like, zipping around, and you're dodging them, and then just, you see the, sm- the like, the smoke contrails pour off of them, and they just, va 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 That would be fun. That'd be fun. Um, let's see. Uh, anything else I can think of? 
trying to think of desperately of how I could do a Moonlight Butterfly answer. Again, uh, turn A opens, it's like, you know, like, or has like the energy start pouring out of its back, but instead of energy, again, it's Sturmfausts. I don't know why. There's just continually a funny image to me. Imagine, like, the extreme versus glitch of the turn A doing its, you know, super of having, like, firing the uh, wings of light out of the back. But instead, it's just Sturmfast pouring out. <laughs> I don't know why it is such a consistently funny image to me, but it is. I mean, if you really wanted to do the fucked up thing, it would be a Sturmfaust that itself had the Moonlight Butterfly. So just Propelling behind it. Fast, it's just, just like... Trailing destruction two butterfly wings behind a grenade then the grenade explodes and it's just done it's just over um the providence gundam but instead of having uh funnel uh dragoons on the back it has in fact g bits on the back like the ones with the satellite cannon and they're all just kind of hold they're just holding onto it like with their hands like onto the backpack uh all right well I think we got some good answers out of that. All right, my last answer uh-huh. is a combination um, satellite cannon uh, GBO2 bazooka, where it's a two-stroke fire. You fire the the like the beam mostly to punch through the atmosphere and soften up the target, and then you fire the nuke after it. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. What if uh okay, so not actually a mobile suit weapon, but what if we took the bimbification effect of the angel halo and then put that on like a beam gatling so you just fire it upon your enemies and they all just are reduced to infants that'd be great that's a that's an idion weapon though when it turns into that that just <laughs> yeah, becomes like yeah. the the buff clan's latest weapon i mean the buff clan did also use a bimbification thing the little known other tamino weapon besides electric whips uh being a constant uh, the the bimbification uh, attacks within uh, Tamino works. If it ever ended up in the hands of someone who was horny, we'd be done for. But fortunately, it's Tomino, so it's okay. <sighs> all right, all right. I think we got it. Well, I think we got it. All right, six. Where can people find you and your work online? Uh, you can find me looking at the front page of the Gundam Wiki, which is obviously a well-maintained site. Currently, this month's featured article is the FD-0313 Gustav Carl Type 13. <clears throat> the GAT-X105B slash FP Builds Strike Gundam Full Package is a gunpla- Yeah, this- their front page is broken, and I'm making fun of them for it. Amazing. Probably not their fault, um, but it is funny. It's probably their fault. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't know if all the wikis were breaking tonight or something. I don't know. Maybe not, but... Anyway, um... You can find me on Twitter and co-host at 6 Detmar. Um, that's, that's, you know... That's where I am. Um, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. And, uh... You know, you can also find me work at scanlanemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlanemedia. Uh... Dylan, what about you? You can find me online at LowPolyRobot on Twitter and on Co-Host. And I guess on Blue Sky. Still don't post there. Been actually pretty good about posting on Co-Host and Twitter, but... Um... Yeah, no. Uh... Yeah, that's it. Um... Mostly just had been posting random game stuff like I usually do. Played a bit of Evil Zone the other day. That's a good game. Uh, yeah, it's a PS One fighting game where all the char- like all the major characters, 
are basically from their own genres of anime, uh, and complete with the fact that they have, like, their own intros that, uh, you know, present their TV show, uh, and what they are doing. It's, it's, it's pretty cute. Also, uh, if you, if you like certain, like, old dub actors, you're just like, oh, that's like Paul Eiding as, like, half the care half the male characters in this game and stuff. Or, um, you know. Uh, many other voice act uh, actors and actresses that you will recognize um if you if you all like me also played a lot of 90s video games and watched anime dubbed in the 90s um or played nancy drew because um i'm spacing on her name now uh nancy drew who voices nancy drew and she voices the main character in ill bleed also um uh lanny manella there we go I was gonna say it's like I know her because she does like a billion voices I know. Uh yeah, she does uh uh I didn't know she does all the voices in Bubsy 3D. That's so funny. Oh, that's so nightmarish to know. Uh she voices like Nancy Drew in like all the Nancy Drew point and clicks that I really like. Uh she also voices the main character of Illbleed, uh Janine from uh Blue Stinger, uh uh three different characters in Evil Zone. Um uh, uh, the Station Square announcer Omochao and Rouge the Bat in Sonic from 1999 through 2004. So. Someone I've heard a lot of, at least. In, in my particular gaming things. <laughs> Apparently still voices Ivy in Soul Calibur from 2005 to this day. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. That's it. Uh. Alright, well, six with that. You have a Firebird yeah. sign-off? I was looking at stuff from Smokey and the Bandit. I don't want to say any of this. <laughs> uh, maybe... See, you see, there was two ways you could have gone with this. Uh, you could have gone the Gundam way, or you could have gone the... Uh, which which we've been good about not bringing up still, but... <laughs> yeah. Could have gone the Gundam way, or you could have gone the Firebird way. Well, I guess you don't want to go the Firebird way, because then you'd be dead. Yeah, you know, listen, I I was looking for a good quote, but God damn it, son, we gave it our best shot. I don't like it any more than you do, but we ain't gonna make it, son. We gotta hang it up. No quote this week. Peace. Peace. He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal, some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out cause we gotta run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta and there's beer in Texarkana. And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. Eastbound and down. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just watch your bandit run.